Hi, I'm Pastor Roger Brown. God has gifted me the pleasure to pastor a dynamic, spirit-filled church called Life Changers Church International right here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. I believe God will use this sermon to impact your life and bring His greatness out of you. Man, I hope you get something out of this that will change your life. God bless you. Your time is very important, so I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me this morning, if you would, to the book of Nehemiah. Now, I know I've been on the Outcast series, and I'm really not done with the Outcast series, but this morning, God has uh, dropped a word in me this morning. How many knows it's time to build? That was weak, so let me say it again. How many knows it's time to build? When God begins to put upon our hearts and lives to build, it's uh, and 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 I'm not necessarily talking about a building here. I, I'm 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 just talking about as we begin to build, whether we do it in our marriage, we do it in our relationships. You know, uh, it's just time to build. Sometimes we can get to a point where we don't go any further or we don't take it any further. And uh, and when you begin to outgrow some places in your life. Uh, what happens is, is it gets cluttered. Anybody ever have a room that's cluttered? You think, man, I should have got a bigger room. Amen. It gets cluttered. When it gets cluttered, then you lose things. And, uh, and sometimes we have to understand that when God decides and he's getting ready for us to get focused and to build, uh, sometimes we look at the things and we think, well, it's too hard. I can't, I can't build this. I can't do this. And so when I look at the story of Nehemiah, I realize something here, that God called a man, and this is what he said. He said, I want you to rebuild. Sometimes we have to rebuild. And, and there are places in our lives sometimes it gets broken down, some things that uh, the enemy comes in and destroys. And, and most of us, if we've lived long enough, I mean, I've, I've lived to be 35 so far, so... Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a time that I understand that there were some things that was built that got tore down that God said to rebuild. And sometimes we get frustrated because here's the thing about it is, is we get frustrated because we think, well, if it was built to last, it would have stayed. So why do I have to do it again? Why do I have to go back and do something again? It should have stayed. And that's what the enemy wants us to believe. He wants us to believe that what God did wasn't good enough. But what happens is, is he comes in at the weak moments and the weak places of our life, and he likes to destroy some things. In the case of Nehemiah, Nehemiah was, was a cupbearer, and he was in the king's house. And, and he was the one who would take and, uh, and bring the cup to the king so the king could take a drink of it, or no, he would take a drink of it to make sure there was no poison that would poison the king. Now, how many would like to have a job like that? I mean, already that takes some guts, you know, or just crazy, I don't know. But that was his job. He was just a cupbearer. All he did was when they brought gifts because, because many people would bring gifts to the king. You know, they want to impress the king. They want to make the king think that, you know, that they was this and that. They want to impress him with gifts. And, uh, and, 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 and a lot of people would bring fine wine. 
So they bring it to the king. And so before it ever got to the king, it come to Nehemiah. And they would pour it in a glass, and he would take a drink of it. And if he didn't die, then the king could have it. So he's just a simple cupbearer. He is no major in an army. He, 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 he don't have a, a, a military mindset. He don't have all of these strategies. He, he, he wasn't big and buff like me. He's about my size. He was a small man. But what happened was somebody told him, listen to this. Y'all get ready. Say, preach it, preacher. Tongue tire. Preach it, preacher. Somebody told him, hey, we went through Jerusalem. And it's a sad thing. We want to rebuild this thing back, but the walls are tore down, and Jerusalem's just desolate. And he got a burden. Listen to me in here. This is what I want to talk to you. We have to rebuild. We, don't, we cannot rebuild because we're in a hype. We kind of rebuild because, hey, you know, we want to show the community what we can do. We have to re rebuild or build because we have a burden. There are people in your area right now that's lost and on their way to hell. And if we don't get a burden and start crying out for them and start moving toward God, if we don't start fasting again and start praying again, come on, somebody. If we don't start getting serious again, then all we're going to do is just be a social club. There's a lot of churches just social clubs. But we got to get to the point and place in our life where we get a burden. And there's a lot in this story, but I want to start in Nehemiah chapter 4. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 1. When you get it, just stand to your feet for the reading and reverence of the Word of God. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 1. Are you there? I'm going to read down to the ninth verse. But it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we builded the wall, uh, he talks like me, builded, uh, that we builded the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And he spake before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews, listen to what he's doing. What do, these, what do these feeble Jews, will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? Now, Tobia, there's always, always a friend of a friend who likes to comment. Come on, somebody. Now, Tobia the Ammonite was by him, and he said, even, even, that which they build. If a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. Hmm. Hear, O oh, oh our God, for we are despised and turn, their and turn their reproach upon their own head and give them for a prey in the land of cap captivity and cover not their iniquity and let not their sin be blotted out from before thee, for they have provoked thee to anger before the builders. So built we the wall. Look at your neighbor and say, we still build. No matter what they say. Tell them, say, no matter what they say. So we, so built we the wall. 
and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. I want you to underline that, had a mind to work. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashadites heard that the walls of, of Jerusalem were made up that, that, and, and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wroth and conspired all of them together to help to come and to fight against Jerusalem to hinder it. Underline the word hinder. To hinder it. Verse number 9. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we ask you, Lord, that you would bless, Lord, this service today that your power and your anointing would move in this building. Heavenly Father, Lord, that when they walk out of this place today, God, that they have a mind to work for the kingdom. Heavenly Father, Lord, that you restore everything that's been broken down. And Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. You may be seated. Now, when I read this story here, the first thing, and, and, and I started in Nehemiah chapter 4, as I began to study it out, I, I, uh, I wanted to go several different places when God began to spark in me uh, because it is time. I mean, it's time to, to set some things, set some things right in our spirit and in our heart, in our mind. It's time to get stronger. Some of us sitting in this room today, we have been through breakdowns and we have been through breakthroughs. Probably more breakdowns than we have breakthroughs. And there's probably some places in our life where we look back and we think, man, I don't know how I made it out of that. And there's probably some places that we look back and we think, man, I don't ever want to do that again. And there's probably some places in our life where we realize that it was still one of the greatest things to ever happen that the things that did happen to me at that time was the greatest thing to ever happen. And sometimes we have to realize that the things that are broken down, that when we come back to rebuild, they come back stronger. Stronger. In this story here, and I won't go in, in, into a lot of detail, but just to kind of give you a backlash of it, it was time for God's people to go back to the place and to begin to worship. And God said it's time for the people to come back together. And I don't know about you, but in the United States of America, it's time that the church come back together. We got the church on this side of town. We got the church on this side of town. We say, well, this is a white church, and this is a black church, and this is, this is the Hispanic church. Uh, praise God. And we start naming all these churches because of this. Why don't we just say this is God's church? Uh, why do we have to name this people comes here and this people comes here? Why don't we, uh, why don't we rebuild the walls better and say this is God's house, uh, this is God's place, uh, because the devil is alive, and he's coming, and he's bringing all of these things uh, again against God's people and we're confused and we look at things that's been torn down and broken down and we don't think that we can do it. And here's the big issue. God, I can't do this. God never once went, listen to me, listen to me because you got to get this point. He never once went and found a priest and said, hey, go get the people. 
He never once went and found a worship leader and said, hey, go get the people. God looks all through the kingdom. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me because I'm talking to you. He looks all through the kingdom and he picks somebody who is completely unexpected to get up and, and, and start a movement. Come on, somebody. It's time that you start a movement. Start it in your apartment complex. Start it in your neighborhood. Start it on your job. Don't come to church and try to start a movement. Go outside the walls and start a movement for God and get excited that God's going to do something great. He didn't just go and find a military man. He found somebody. Listen to me. God looked down and he found somebody who had a burden. He found somebody who literally had a burden to see God move again. I need to tell you something right now. We can just uh, uh, come and we can just uh, do, uh, do everything uh, that, that we think that we know how to do and we can come to church and, and, and praise God, we can make friends uh, and, and uh, we can drink coffee, uh, praise God, and we can have all of these things. We can take back rides. We can go bowling. Uh, we can have pizza night. We can do all of these things uh, and we can surround ourselves and say, you know, uh, we're ground Christian people and that's what a lot of people do uh, is they say, well, you know what? Uh, at least I'm hanging with Christian people. Uh, I need to tell you somebody. I need to tell you something. You need to hang with somebody who prays. You need to hang with somebody who gets a burden. You need to hang with somebody who's not ashamed. You need to hang with somebody who, my God, who will get up and say, you know what? I'm going to change some things in my life. Today, I'm going to change the way I think. I'm going to change the way I worship. I'm going to change how I give my life to God. We just get in this pathway and we get so easy. We just say, well, I know God. Everybody say, I love the preacher. Say it one more time. Say, I love the preacher. Well, I can have church at home in my recliner. I don't have to go to church because most of them are hypocrites anyway. And so... And so what happens is, is we get to this place, we become, listen to me, listen to me, we become them kind of people who just have, who just, you just know about what God can do, but we've never experienced a, a walk, a, a relationship, a, a move of the Holy Spirit. I dare that if we would stand up and make our mark in this community and in this place, we're not just a building who has praise and worship, but my God, we are the church. We don't have to be inside of here. We go outside the wall. <laughs> Nehemiah had a burden because, uh, because, uh, because there was no church. He had a burden because they wanted to re rebuild back the walls. So he decided to go to the king. And he told the king one day, he said, I got a burden. And so the king seen that he had a burden. And so he said, I want to go back to my hometown, to my home place, and I want to rebuild the walls. So this is what the king did. He wrote him a note, a letter, a note, praise God, email, bloop. He posted on Facebook, hey, this is what you're going to give him, and this is what he's going to do. 
So he's got two men in his life that shows up. Sandballot. Now the word sandballot means mockery. Don't you know that when you start doing something from God for God, the first thing that's going to happen is come out and they're going to mock you. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to say, you can't do this. Sanballat comes out and he starts mocking him. <laughs> Look here, does he really think he's going to do this? Because you got to understand, some of these places in this wall had been burnt to the ground and it was nothing but just ash and rubbish. Just rubbish. Just, just literally, I'm, I'm not talking about broken stones where you can put, the, I'm talking about rubbish. Just, just completely, just nothing that was there. And he comes up with a plant in his mind and he comes up and he goes up and he talks to everybody and he said, here's what we're going to do. And in the middle of their working, here comes mockery. One of the first things that you got to realize and understand is is he already, listen to me, in this story, you got to understand, he had a note from the king. Nobody was going to bother him. All Sanballat was doing was just running his mouth. Can I tell you something? That when God already stamped his approval on you and told you this is what you're going to do, can I tell you that you have all power to do it? Because if God be for you, who can be against you? And so when God tells you to do it, don't listen to what everybody else is saying. Don't listen to what everybody else's opinion about it is. You got to stand up and know that if God has spoke to you in a certain thing, you have to stand your ground, but you got to be ready because they're coming. He had no power to stop him. The note, the, the, no, I keep saying no, praise God. The letter had already went out into the kingdom. He had already had the blessing of the king. He had already had materials coming in. And the only thing he had to do was withstand somebody making a post on Facebook because they didn't like it. Do you know how... <laughs> Do you know how many people in America has had breakdowns because they read a Facebook post? Seriously. Do you know how many conversations I've had in, in that office in there in counseling because somebody read a Facebook post? But it's, it's funny, but it's real. It's just a threat but he's making fun and he's laughing at him. And Sanballat says in here in verse number one, Sanballat's begin to talk. And, 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 and he spake this before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, what did these feeble Jews do? Look at these feeble, weak people. How are they going to do anything? He's sitting there laughing. How are they going to get anything done? Look over at Life Changers. Look at them weak, broke down, busted, disgusted people. That, 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 how are they going to change anything? Most of them's barely saved. Most of them just got saved. A lot of them come out of prison. Most of them spent a lot of times in the drug place and drug area, and they spent more time taking dope than they are praising Jesus. Don't worry about them. They ain't nobody. They ain't been saved that long. My God, I don't know about you, but them are fighting words. I like to stand up and fight the devil on that kind of stuff and tell him, I ain't got to be saved for 45 years. Give me about 45 seconds, honey, and let me hear from God and turn me loose and let me go. 
Don't you know that there's a lot of people in the community looking at us and thinking, look, look at them. You know, every time I, I, I see them I, on, on, on the camera, uh, praise God. You know, there was a time when, 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 when we come back from the pandemic that, uh, that, that, I mean, this church was filled up. Nobody else was still having church. If they was having church, if they was putting stuff out there, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not making fun, but what I'm saying is, is they was putting out sections. They wanted everybody uh, to set this way and families to set this way, and we couldn't because uh, because when we opened up the doors, uh, there was no place to do it. Everybody just come in, and they just started setting together, and we started praising God, uh, and praise God, and they started uh, moving the camera around, uh, and before you know it, uh, but before you know it, God-fearing people who've been loving God for a long time. Come on, somebody. Listen to me. Listen to me. Been loving God for a long time. Believe in the healing of God. Believe what God's going to do. Started putting on Facebook. Well, look at life changers. They ain't social distancing. They ain't following CDC rules. They ain't minding them. I look at them. And somebody, and I rebuked privately, but I rebuked. I said, I hope they don't all get COVID. I guarantee you my blood went to pumping. That Cherokee Indian come out of me. Come on, somebody. Praise God. And I'd have told them a whole lot more if the Holy Ghost didn't say shut your mouth. Praise God. But then I got to thinking that what they're doing is they're watching us and they're calling us feeble people. They think we ain't got a right mind. These people are losing their mind. Don't they know what the doctors say? Don't they know what Dr. Fossey says? Don't they know they could die? They're them feeble people, they don't know God. They're crazy. Honey, call me crazy. Call me a nut but I'm hanging on the right tree. You can call me what you won't, but I stand in the glory and the power of God. <laughs> Praise God. If you would have seen us pre-COVID on Sunday morning, we went from 200 people down to about 65 people on Sunday morning. It was the most pathetic thing that I looked out and I was shaking my head every day when I was driving home and thinking, God, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And one day I told my wife, I said, God said it's time. And she said, okay. And next thing you know, boom, COVID hit and we was completely out of the building. And I realized now that what God is saying. And today on my birthday, come on somebody, I'll just say it loud and proud. On my 49th birthday, the last year of my 40s. Come on, somebody. I feel like running through a troop and jumping over a wall and doing my doing what God said to do. It's time. My God, stand to your feet and give God a crazy praise. Tell your neighbor, rebuild. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sit down. Listen, <laughs> he's looking at these group of men who'd been, been in prison and washed over for years, had been broken down. This same group that's rebuilding the walls has looked at these walls for years, and they thought, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? We've been watched. We can't get past this. 
For years, this same group of people sat out and looked at these walls around Jerusalem and thought, you know, at one time this was a great place, but what are we going to do now? And all of a sudden, a nobody, a nobody, a cupbearer shows up. I like this song Anna sang right here, praise God, because nowhere, if you, if you take nowhere and look at it, and then you put right in the middle of N-O, now you say now here. It's from nowhere to now here. Come on somebody. It's from nowhere to now here. I had nowhere to go. Now I'm here. Come on now. I had nowhere to go, but now I'm here. I need to tell somebody in this place right now, you're in the right place at the right time for the right movement. You, you are just getting started of what God's going to do. So everybody started hearing these feeble people, these weak people, what are these weak people going to be doing? They stood around for here for years and watched this thing fall apart. Matter of fact, we didn't have to put them in prison or nothing. We just let them look at everything that we tore up. And as long as, as, long as they looked at something that was tore up, they was broke down. Don't you know that you can look at places in your life that's tore up? You can look at your marriage, at your relationship, at your church, at your family, and the places that's been tore up and messed up. If you look at it long enough and you think there's no way this can be fixed, there's no way God can fix this. Come on, somebody. There's no way God can fix this. I'm telling you right now, God's doing something. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's doing something in my life. He's doing something in my life. God is doing things that you can't see. God is changing things that you can't see. And the reason why is because you're listening to everybody else. So sick and tired of people listen to everybody but God we know scriptures we know he'll do it We've read where he'll do it. He's even done it in our life multiple times. But still yet, but still yet, we start looking at places that's tore up and jacked up. And we look at it long enough and we just sit there. Nobody's got to do nothing. The enemy don't have to come by and scare us. He don't have to come by and knock on our door and say boo. We just keep looking at a situation that hasn't changed. And we think we don't have the power to change it. But we do. We do. Stand up, brother. Look at this man right here. In 2014, I met him. I met him in 2014. He's just trying to get some things straight. I ministered to him and counseled him and prayed with him, been to his house many a times, and he'd go back and come back. I seen him driving down the road, and people go ahead and sit down. People would drive by that was in me and say, I know him. I've known him for years, and he ain't ever going to change. Listen to me. What happens is, is we start listening to things, and we start listening to people. Come on, somebody. We start listening to what's going to happen and all of these things. I remember, I remember when he'd come in here in a wheelchair. I'll never forget. And he, he his leg was gone. I'll never forget. And some says, well, that's exactly what was going to happen to him. I had to shake my head. I won't say any names, but I had to shake my head. And when I looked at him, God said, watch what I do now. Watch what I do now. I'm telling you right now, there were some places in your life that's been broke down and messed up. And we think, is this why God, why does God want to do it this way? because God has a reason for everything. Amen. 
He's got a reason for everything. Now, they needed to get into the temple to worship, but before God could build the temple back, he had to build the walls back. Listen to me. Listen to me. Before he could take and rebuild the temple, as Amos is talking about, but before he could rebuild the temple, he had to come at that part because he had to rebuild the walls. Some of you have been living in fear long enough. You've been living in fear. You've been Googling everything. You've been trying to figure out what's wrong with you. You've been trying to figure out why you got headaches, why you got stomach aches, all of these things, why you're tired, all of these things. And you spend more time on Google than you do in the Word of God. Can I just rebuke some people in here for a little bit? We spend more time on Google and trying to figure some things out than we do turning our lives over to God and giving it to my God. It's a, it's a thing that we know that the enemy is mocking us. It's my birthday. I'm going to preach like this anyhow. thing about it is if we don't start changing some areas. See, God's people would have sit right there unless somebody didn't come in with an agenda. See, some of you come in and all your life you've just been completely rejected and you don't understand. But your rejection was basically a redirection. You was rejected from somebody because God's redirecting you in another place. You got redirected so that you could get elected. Come on, somebody. And you could walk into perfection because that's what God's doing. So in order for God to begin to move, he takes a little old nobody. Look at your neighbor and say, that could be me. And he sparks the desire to rebuild. Now, we go down to Tobia. Now, Toby the Ammonite was by him. Now, Tobia is the one, Sandballot will speak mockery, and Tobia will bring up our weaknesses and where we failed. And why we're not good enough. And why we can't. Some people says, well, preacher, you know, I was made to go to church all my life, and I just, you know, I'm just sick of it. I don't want to go to church. Well, the thing about it is, uh, uh, praise God, uh, is there's a seed down deep inside of you, uh, and what the enemy's doing uh, is, he's, he, 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 is he's revealing uh, your weakness. Uh, but I got some good news. Look at your neighbor and say, I got good news. Uh, praise God. He's revealing your weakness. Uh, but Paul says, uh, when I'm weak, That's really when I'm the strongest. He says, in my weaknesses was I made strong. And so Toby, all he's doing is building you up. Come on, somebody. All he's doing is building you up. 
You got to look around. There's, there's got to be some change. We got to quit thinking the way we've been thinking. We got to quit doing the same thing over and over. Well, preacher, I get up every morning, and this is how I do it. And I read my Bible, and I say my prayer, and I cover my family, and I go to church. Man, that is all good, and I'm so glad you're doing that. But every now and then, you got to have a breakdown right in the middle of where you're at. Praise God. Praise God. You got to have a breakdown. Every now and then, you got to get a little closer with Jesus. Come on now. Praise God. You got to get a little closer. I don't know about you, but I don't need to be arm distance. I don't need to be six feet social distancing from Jesus. I need to jump in his arms. I need him to hug me every now and then. I need him to pick me up. I need him to tell me it's going to be okay. I got to get to him. I got to get to him. And I can't do it through religion. Religion tells us, well, church starts at this time and church is over at this time. And, and uh, this is what we do. And this is how we do it. And this is how we get saved. And this is how we get baptized. And this is how we speak in tongues. Come on, somebody. This is how we worship. And this is how we do this and how we do that. Praise God. I just need to uh, just, uh, just, just, uh, just put a little thing in here for all the life changers. Praise God. Because I was told that Friday night, praise God, when they went down there to hear Aaron Williams, somebody said, you could tell the life changers was here. So he's building a wall, and 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 and, and listen, I'm 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 I'm. I, I'm taking this story and I'm just picking and choosing some things that God has dropped into me. So I'm not even really taking you all the way back and give you the whole concept of it. But here's what I want to tell you this morning is it is time to build. They've made fun of you. They pulled out your weaknesses, everything. But the Bible says in this story that, 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 that Nehemiah stood up and he said one thing about it. Look at your neighbor and say one thing about it. They had a mind to work. Listen. <laughs> I mean, we could just take it all the way back into the work problem we got in America right now. They had a mind to work. They didn't just come in and get saved and say, Preacher, give me all you can. They had a mind to work. Pastor Randall, come to me, please. Listen. As we get ready, and we're going into this next season, I need to tell somebody, listen to me. The summer months of 2021 is going to be a game changer. Listen to me. Stay focused. Get your mind ready. Watch and see what God does in the summer of 2021. God is doing some stuff. I want to tell you something right now. You're not going to see it on mainstream TBN. You got, listen to me. You're not going to see it in, in, in uh, all of these, uh, uh, these charisma magazines and all these things. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because, because most of these uh, is not going to report it. I'm telling you right now, keep your mind focused uh, on your local church. There are some things uh, that is going. You can't look at another church and look at this and look at that. Keep your mind focused on the local church. Life changers, you better get ready. There is change. It's coming. It is here. God has already spoken. It, and it's time to build. 
God never builds anything, and we shouldn't either, until we lay a foundation first. The taller the skyscraper, the deeper the foundation and the piers has got to go. Listen to me. Some of you but just ankle deep. Get ready. God's fixing to take some of you knee deep. Some of you waist deep. Hey, some of you go waist deep. I'm probably neck deep. <laughs> listen to me, life changers. Every one of you in this building right now, listen to me. God is using you guys. You are going to be the foundation of what's going to happen in 2021. Listen to me. I'm speaking to you. You are going to be what is going to happen for the, for, for the season and the summer of 2021. God is getting ready to lay the first piece of wood on a foundation that's been dug down deep with piers and ready to go because what God is about to do is going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. Nehemiah came. I didn't put this in my scripture. You can go read the book of Nehemiah. It's a very good read. And one part of it, he got so frustrated <laughs> at Sanballat. Sometimes you can get frustrated at your, at your enemies, right? He got so frustrated. said one day he met him out in the street. Randy Jones, I like this part because I thought of you. And he said, and I snatched him by the head of his hair. <laughs> and, and, and the King James Version says it like this. I like it. He said, and I did pull some out. I love it. He said, I did snatch him by his hair, and I did pull some out. But here's what he told them, and I'm coming to a close. At the end of this story, he said, they all said, we can't do this. Most of us that live in this area don't know how to build rock, don't know how to put concrete in. We can't build nothing. And even if we do, it's too much. Now, I love this part. He said, I want you, every family, to just go out and work in front of your own house. I don't need you going down the street and minding anybody else's business. I want you to open the front door and work what's in front of your house. And every house that was built around that whole wall, come on somebody, every family got out and just built in front of their walls, in front of their house. What should have took years? Y'all ready for this? Are you ready for this? I said, are you ready for this? What should have took years only took 53 days. Y'all wasn't ready for that. What should have took years to rebuild back the walls of Jerusalem only took 53 days. 
Preacher, this is years worth of work. It didn't take us a decade to rebuild these walls. These walls didn't get rebuilt, didn't get built overnight. They didn't just build these up in one season. It will take years. And not only that, we got to reconstruct some stuff. And it's in rubbish. And we don't have everything. He said, every man get out and work in front of your own house. So what I'm telling you, life changer, is we gotta rebuild our worship and we gotta stay strong while we're doing it. We gotta rebuild our praise and we gotta keep focused while we're doing it. We have to. We have to, there's other people's lives depending on it. Your van ain't big enough, get ready for bigger. I know, I know the blessing God give you but he's gonna do double. Come on somebody, come on somebody. He's gonna do more, he's gonna do more. Every head bowed, no one looking around. All over this building, listen to me while I say just a few words. And we're going to turn it over to Pastor and listen. Eyes closed, head bowed, no one looking around. You walked in this place this morning. You don't mind coming here because you like the people. You don't mind coming here because the worship's good and things are great. But the reason why you don't come in here, some of you listen to me, is because you've got unfocused. I need to tell y'all real plain in here. If it hadn't been for God, you'd have been swallowed up. You'd have never made it out. You'd have lost your mind. You'd have broke down and never got out of it. If it hadn't been for the prayers of the church and the family in your life, you would have went into mourning and never got out of it. You would have gave up. You would have stopped. So when you come here, this is a good place to come because you remember a lot of things. I'm talking to some people. But this morning, I want to tell you that it's time to refocus. It's time to refocus. God hadn't left you. God ain't mad at you. God ain't angry at you. God ain't shaming you. He's telling you, everybody in this room, listen to me. He's telling you, I want you to be a part of this season. Get ready. And the places in your life where you're questioning God right now, and some of you has even made this gesture. Well, if God really loved me, then this wouldn't have happened. All he did was redirect you. But the thing about it is, is you're so focused on the past, you don't like change. You didn't even like the place you was at to begin with. You grumbled and griped. God redirected you, but because it was out of your comfort zone, I'm talking to some people in here, because it was out of your comfort zone, it made you feel better to make other people think that God didn't like you. 
Say, well, I don't pray like these people. I don't worship like these people. I don't do things like these. Listen to me. God's not wanting us. He wants us to step out of our house and do what is in our front view. That's all he's asking. Now let's build this thing. If you're in this building today and you say, Preacher, I am not saved. I am lost. And if I was to die and lose my life right now, preacher, I would not go to heaven. I am that lost. Maybe you're watching me. Just raise your hand and say, preacher, I'm not saved. Pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just wave your hand at me. I want to see it. Preacher, I need Jesus. Pray for me. I want to be saved. I see it. I see it. You say, Preacher, I've been looking at my life and I've been watching it fall apart for years. And I've been hanging on until my knuckles had turned white. And I'm hanging to the last thread. But nobody knows it. My Facebook says I'm doing well. Everybody around me thinks I'm doing great. I've been faking it until I can make it, and I'm down to the last one. But preacher, I walked in here this morning, and I hear you. I want to start building my life back. I want to start building my place with God back. Maybe you're watching me this morning and you say, I want to build my place back. I want to build my life back. I want to rebuild what the enemy come in and tore down. 